Hello, my name is Logan, and I have a new life in Christ. I struggle with the sins of anger, lust, and elevating my own shame above the finished and complete work of Christ. This week, I've struggled with the sin of unforgiveness. I'm in community with the single men's group. Hi, Celeste. It is both an honor and a privilege to be given the opportunity today to share a short testimony of what God, God has done in my life and how he has rescued me from my sins. I grew up in a typical American home, never really hearing about the gospel or who Jesus was. By the age of 10, my parents had begun the process of divorce due to my mom being unfaithful in their marriage. At the start of middle school, my dad was no longer able to take care of my siblings and I, and we would begin living with my mom full time. Due to severe bullying, I was forced to drop out of the seventh grade and completely miss the eighth grade. My mom developed a severe addiction to hard narcotics and a case of depression that she tried to cover with a multitude of antidepressants. The combination of hard drugs and antidepressants completely destroyed her mind. She developed a coping mechanism of self-harm by means of bludgeoning. She would take blunt objects and smash her face and body in until she was swollen and purple all over. Unfortunately, her self-harm and self-hatred would develop to the degree of attempting suicide. Her abusive boyfriend and I tried to stop her whenever she did, but it was a losing battle. Every day of my childhood became full of torment, fear, and anxiety that I would need to escape from. Locked up in my room, I discovered the greatest escape the world could ever provide, pornography. A drug so great that it would take away all the pain until it was over and I was back in the real world. Being home every day for more than two years due to missing school created an opportunity of escape every hour of the day. During, <clears throat> during the most vital time of my teenage development, I would binge on pornog pornography more religiously than any zealot, creating an addiction that would follow me for the rest of my life. Little to my knowledge, I was trading fear and sorrow for a bag of guilt and shame, all wrapped up in a decorative veneer of happiness and false joy. By freshman year of high school, yeah, by freshman year of high school, my mom was too drugged out of her mind to take me to school. I tried for the first month to wake her up from her drug-induced comas, but after a month, I gave up and accepted I would miss another year. By the end of that year, I ran away from home in the, in the middle of the night for fear of my life. It was then that my dad picked me up off the streets. I escaped the monsters at home, but some of those monsters I carried with me. I brought a coping mechanism of self-harm and many other harmful learned behaviors, a crippling addiction to pornography, and a weight of guilt and shame that was unbearable. Life started to become somewhat normal as I began attending school. It was a struggle going into sophomore year with roughly a sixth grade education, but I managed. It was this year that I was met with the gospel for the first time at an event hosted by Calvary Chapel near my school. I heard about why the world has fallen and about the sin in my own heart, about my guilt before an infinitely holy God. I heard about how although I am dead in my trespasses, the God whom I stand condemned also loves me and gave himself for me. I heard about how this same God came and lived a perfect life, unstained by sin, and died to pay for the guilt of sin that I had committed. I heard that all that was required of me was an anti-work. I was simply to turn from my sin, put my faith in Jesus Christ, and all my sins would be forgiven. All the guilt would be paid for. The gospel was everything my dying soul needed to hear. That night, the Lord rescued me and adopted me into his eternal family as I put my trust in Jesus Christ for the first time. The dysfunctional family I had escaped was no longer my true family. I was now a child of the one true God who is sovereign over everything. <clears throat> Although I was now a child of God with a loving father who never lets go of his children, I was a beaten child prone to react to the voice of my previous master, 
I began my battle against pornography and tried to live as a beloved child, which seemed so foreign. I struggled with my new faith because little did I know my past behaviors would continue to follow me and my atheistic father would condemn my new beliefs. But I was on a pursuit of the God who saved me. I was freed from the power of sin, but I still had hurts, habits, and hang-ups that I needed to overcome. A couple years later, at the end of senior year, I would get married. The marriage would end after eight years due to my failure to overcome those hurts, habits, and hang-ups. My porn addiction mixed with, the harm, with harmful behaviors crippled my marriage and heaped a world of shame upon my shoulders. <clears throat> the shame of divorce, the shame of all my failures, the shame of the past was too much to bear as I would contemplate my own salvation. After all, there was no way I could actually be saved. Look at all my failures. Look at all my unfaithfulness. I had assessed the evidence, and the verdict came yelling in my face. He died, he died, but he didn't die for me. <clears throat> I no longer saw myself as a son of the Most High. I didn't even see myself as being made in the image of God. I was a monster. My two daughters would be better off without their dad. I was unlovable. I needed to erase the shame, but the only way to erase it was to erase myself. After two suicide attempts, a self-harm episode that left me unrecognizable, three weeks in the mental hospital, a self sorry, hallucinations and two weeks without sleep due to night terrors, I would find myself on a bed of suicide. I had isolated myself for over a year from my brothers in Christ that I made while attending CMA. I was lost and without hope. In what I, in what I thought was my final day, lost in suicidal deviations, laying in bed fighting the uncontrollable urge to hurt myself, I determined that I was finally going to end it all the next day. I cried all night until I finally fell asleep. But I remember right before I fell asleep asking God, where is your love for me? I'm in so much pain. Where is your love for me? In God's providence, exactly one year ago this very Sunday, I woke up to a knock on my door. Logan, it's Tony and John Paul. We love you and we are here for you. Or at least something to that extent. I was too sleep deprived to really remember what I heard, but all I do know is that they kidnapped me and they took me to outpost. And it was here where I met. I was met with more love and fellowship than I ever have experienced in my life. Within days, my sleep was restored. The nightmares had ceased. The suicidal thoughts vanished. The hallucinations gone. My faith restored. In the following weeks, I was introduced to a ministry called Regeneration here at Outpost. All of the shame that I had carried my entire life was like a thick, overgrown jungle that was suffocating my ability to see Jesus clearly for who he really is. It was through this ministry that I was equipped with the tools of discipleship necessary to deal with all my hurts, habits, and hang-ups, and ultimately see Jesus more clearly than I ever have. The darkness of shame cannot survive in the light of Jesus and the gospel. Shame is no match for the honor God bestows upon his adopted children. Deuteronomy 6-8 through 8 says this, For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for his treasured possession. Out of all the peoples who are on the face of the earth, it was not because you were more in number than any other people that the Lord set his love on you and chose you, for you were the fewest of all peoples. But it is because the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath that he swore to your fathers that the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand 
and redeemed you from the house of slavery, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. My name is Logan. I was enslaved to sin with no hope of salvation, but now I have a new life in Christ and all the hope in the world. Yeah.